PXG has done it again with the launch of a new lineup of drivers, fairways, hybrids, and irons. The new Gen 5 golf clubs deliver significantly increased MOI, faster ball speeds, longer distances, and tighter dispersions, all coupled with the exceptional feel and sound golfers have come to expect from PXG. Schedule your custom fitting or buy online at pxg.com. And we're back, Stripe Show podcast on a Tuesday. I'm your host, Travis Fulton. Thank you for making us part of your day. Got a podcast for you today, Shriners Children Open. We're going to break it down, all things gambling, who we like, who we don't like. Thank you for last week, record numbers on a Tuesday. You guys are kind of digging this uh, gambling thing, which I I appreciate. And uh, I got to say, last week was one of the best weeks I've had in quite some time. And uh, so that was fun uh, to, to feel like I actually gave some decent advice <laughs> um, and Jeff Feinberg was on. So uh, it was, a, it was a good show last, last Tuesday. We appreciate the numbers. We're back again here this week. We are going to run it all back again. We're going to give you some great picks. I'm going to fly out to Las Vegas right after this podcast. I'm going to be on site uh, doing some stuff for the cut which is a show airs on golf channel on Tuesday. Cool show. So I'll give you more uh, as that comes about joining me today, Christopher powers with golf digest at C powers 14 on Twitter. How you doing, bud? Very good. I, I didn't realize Feinberg was on last week. That's a tough act to follow. I'm a, I'm a big fan of Jeff's. Yeah. Yeah. He does a good job and uh, you're right there with him, man. I mean, you're, you're right <laughs> there with him. This is uh this is gambling. This is handicap. You're going to have your good weeks. You're going to have your bad weeks. Last week, we had a good week, which was nice. And I think we're going to have another good week this week. I'm not going to have, I'm not only going to have a good week here on the podcast and in my outright bets and top 20s, but I'm also going to have a good week uh, on, on the craps table as well out there, <laughs> out there in Vegas. What's your game? What do you like to play? Man, I've never played craps. And every time I tell people that, they're like, oh my God, it's the best. It's the most fun. It's great for a group. So I, I got to I gotta get on that. Um, I'm just straight up blackjack type guy. Yeah. So kind of the easiest one to understand for me but uh i'd love i'd love to graduate to to craps next time i make it to a, a real casino well there's so many ways you can play it you know i mean there's just a lot of different options that you can play now i like to get out there on the point i like to place the six and the eight and then once in a while I'll continue to come out and try to get on the other numbers and when you play it that way you you, you know you can you can have a lot of money out there right you can have a lot right. of different bets so you're exposed and then the idea is to repeat the numbers. I can remember playing in college. We were quick story before we get into this. We were playing in Turlock, <laughs> Northern California, uh, by Modesto, and we got done. And we and we drove back through Reno, and we stayed in Reno. And one of my good friends on the team, he's never played craps before, but he wanted to learn. And I said, "All right, well, I'll show you how to play." I said, "Let's go in, you know, half. I'll put a hundred, and you put a hundred in." And so we, you know, I got the chips, and I'm you know, I'm trying to get, pay attention, but explain to him what's going on. And so, you know, I get out there and, you know, uh, there's a seven. Oh, we just lost 50 bucks. All right. Okay. No, hold on. All right. You know, and then, and then literally like in 10 minutes, I was like, you got another hundred. We got to get back in. The- <laughs> He's like, I didn't learn a damn thing <laughs> and lost a hundred bucks. I said, well, that's how craps is. And sure yeah. enough, you know, you, you play it long enough and then you start hitting numbers and you get it back, but eventually they're going to get your money. Yeah. Um, like anything else. So I like craps. I like, um, I like let it ride too. That's I've had, um, I've had some success with that game. Now 
Let's get into the golf. That's why people are here. Shriners, Children Open. I really like this tournament a lot. Um, TPC Summerlin, really a fun golf course, a good golf course up there uh, in Las Vegas. TPC Las Vegas is right there. Back in my PGA Tour Academy days, we had an, a, an academy out there at TPC Las Vegas. So I know this area pretty well. And, and Summerlin a, is a great property. Uh, it's a golf course um, that's going to yield a lot of birdies here as we start looking at some of the statistics that are going to be important this week. I'll start, um, Christopher, I'll give you a few that I'm kind of looking at and then share with me some of the things um, that you're looking at. But when you, when you look at the previous winners here and you look at a Sung JM, of course, who won last year at 24 under, and then a Martin Laird um, who went to UNLV minus 23, a Kevin Na who lives in Vegas at minus 23. That's the last I'm going to talk about Kevin Na on this podcast. Bryce <laughs> DeChambeau in 2018, minus 21. Cantley, who's in the field, uh, was minus nine, actually. But most of the time, these guys are getting into the mid-20s. So first and foremost, we, we've got to have a guy that's going to make some birdies. We've got to have a guy that's going to have a lot of opportunities. And three par fives, two of them, I think, um, you know, you can, you can get some eagles here. But, uh, you know, we need, that, we need to go, like, under right? We need opportunities. We need birdies. So those are a few stats um, that I'm going to be looking at. And of course, approach play is going to be a huge part of that. Give me some other areas that are important to you. Yeah. Approach approach and putting seems like the name of the game here, especially when you look at a guy like Kevin, Na, who I think it was like the, one of the best putting performances ever that week that he, that he won yep. here. Um, obviously hitting it a long way helps that helps, uh, everywhere. We saw Bryson, um, do that, but yeah, I, I would really focus on what I've focused on this morning is, is approach play and putting. Cause that seems to be, um, kind of the two prerequisites for, for the past winners here. And we've seen a nice little mixture here of favorites and long shots to see a guy yeah. like Rod Ampling winning here. Uh, Smiley got it done in, in 2015. I'm not sure what he was odds wise that that week. I'd actually love to to go find out. But uh, yeah, you can you can kind of I think construct a card here where you pick one of these um, top three or four favorites and then kind of pepper you know the board down near the 50 to one and, and higher range here. Yeah, I think Laird was like 200 to yep. one or 210 somewhere in there. He was he was a long shot. Uh, Pampling was, uh, I think, even beyond that from a yard or from an odds perspective, you know. And then Sung Jay, uh, of course, last year won it. And you know, Sung Jay, we know we kind of wait for that that hot putter, and when he gets it, he you know he's going to be right there. And he's and he is on a heater right now. I yep. mean, he is really putting the ball extremely well. He's got to have some confidence from the President's Cup, but I, I would have to think. And when I'm out there, I'm going to ask each one of these players. I bet you if I ask the question, do you think you could win here? Every one of them will say yes, because I think this golf course does lend themselves to, you don't have to be a bomber to win here. Kevin Nas won here. So, you know, I, I do think like the shorter hitters feel like, hey, I have a chance to win here. Now I got to keep the ball in the fairway, of course, not real long, rough, but I got to keep it in the fairway to control the spin to these big greens where they can put the pins in some weird places. Um, and if I miss it, I do think short game has a little bit of a value here. And then of course, you know, we're, we're on bent grass. So, you know, you always have to consider that as well, but at the end of the day, you know, we need some looks, you know, we, we, yep. we we've got to, we've got to get some good quality looks and make some birdies, maybe throw an Eagle in there, um, as well. All right. So let's, let's get into the odds here. Starting up top, you know, can't lay look, you know, he's won here. He's clearly, I would say 
the class uh, with Max Homa right under him. I, I don't think Max Homa is really that far now behind a Cantley with the improvement in his game. But Cantley six to one, defending champ M is nine to one, Max Homa is fourteen to one, and then it starts to get a little goofy from there. Aaron Wise eighteen, Tom Kim twenty two. I mean, of the short odds, I think if I had to play one, I'd play Max. Very goofy. Um, I, I'm I'm going to roll with Sungjae, I think, here at the yeah. top at 9-1 to one to go back-to-back. Back. I know you said Homa and, and Cantley, obviously the class, but I, I would argue Sungjae is, is maybe the hottest player in the field or at least the one who seems closest to kind of, you know, getting back in the winner's circle, circle here. We saw Homa win at Fortnite and obviously go off at Quail Hollow, and Cantley's been on a heater as well. But I think it's kind of Sungjae's turn maybe here. Um, and obviously he's got the good vibes going back to back, but I mean, his last five starts second, second, 12th, 15th, second. And then he has a really good week at quail hollow. One of their, um, mm-hmm. one of their superstars that week, I think he had two points, probably should have had more. Um, so I'm, I'm having trouble not going sung Jay here at the top. And then just a bunch of long shots. It's just really impressive to look at the, the improvement of, of Max Homa. Uh, yeah. I've talked about a lot on the podcast, the work he's done with um, Mark Blackburn and uh, you know, he's longer off the tee. Uh, the approach wedge game is better. I mean, all these just little incremental changes and you can just see it across the board. He's more of a complete player now. And when you look at, um, you know, birdies in this group on the top, most birdies last 50 rounds, Cantley is probably going to give you the most um, opportunities. Cantley is probably going to give you the most. Uh, but where Homa's really impressive is he takes care of the par fives. I mean, this guy takes care of the par fives now, obviously very strong in the par fours. He's a nice approach game player in that, you know, kind of shorter iron, which I think is going to play out a little bit more this week. I think a lot of guys are going to have a lot of 100, to 100, probably 125 to 175. You're going to be see a lot of shots in there. Um, but, you know, look, in the short odds this week, I'm not sure if I'm going to make that bet. <laughs> um, and I think I might just roll the dice a little bit this week and come on down the board a bit and, yep. and play some bigger odds. But if I did have to go shorter, I certainly wouldn't go home. And now one thing to know with Darren Wise, I do think he lives in Vegas as well. Yep. I know he uh, worked with Jeff Smith, who was in Vegas for a long time, has now moved to Tennessee. So Aaron Wise is going to have some of that course history that we've seen play out here with a Martin Laird in a Kevin nod. Now continuing on down, we get into Taylor Montgomery, who is an impressive player. I talked about him last week. Um, I think this is a guy that, that, that certainly can go has a lot of length off the tee. Cam Davis is at 40, you know, go ahead and flip the coin there with him. Brian Harmon, 40 Grio starting to show some life with the putter. And that's a problem for players. Um, if Grio's putting, because he, he, he can go when the putter goes and he is rolling the rock. Davis Riley at 50, Zedenhut at 50, Penrith at 50, and Hoagie at 50. I'll give you Hoagie. I think it's time for Hoagie yeah. to kind of resurface a little bit. I think the iron game can go to work here. Um, I kind of like Hoagie at 50 in this group. Do, you know, doing my research this morning, I actually kind of passed over Hoagie thinking um, – 
he had he had been a little bit ice cold there for a while, but then he came on pretty strong at the end of the season there. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to bet him that I could regret it. You know, 12th at Fortnite, really good performance, smash the irons. That's that's going to be a a big uh, a big key this week for whoever wins. Gain 4.3 on approach at uh, in Napa. So Hoagie definitely scares me. I actually do think I'm going to pull the trigger on uh, Bizadenhout, which mm-hmm. he's broken my heart a bunch of times, especially in the majors. I've gone. I've gone to him just about every major top 20 and, and he always finishes like 37th or something. So he's broken my heart quite a bit, but he seems to be playing really well right now. Uh, decent, decent showing at the president's cup. Uh, he's 50 to one. You said uh, actually fell into a tie for 39th last week. Just had one bad, one bad round on Sunday, but uh, you mentioned the short game could be a big factor here. Obviously, yeah. that that's the uh, big area of strength for him, but he also hit his irons well and, and uh, had a great T2 to, uh, to green week last week and actually lost strokes with the putter, which um, pretty unheard of for him. That That's his area of expertise. So I think the pendulum swings back there for Bizadenhout and uh, hopefully the T to green play comes with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he can match that with the putter. I like him at 50 to one and, and probably the safer play is a top 20 for, for Bizadenhout. Yeah. I, I had that circle Bizadenhout. I, I certainly could pull the trigger on a top 20. I just been looking at Hoagie and I mean, yeah, you look at um, these numbers here last uh, 50 rounds. I mean, opportunities gain, he just gives you so many. He's second, the approach game uh, strokes gain. He's fifth in the field. You start getting into that 125, 150 range. He's ninth. Strokes gain par five. He's 22nd, 100 to 125. He's first. I mean, so he's just, I mean, this iron game is like yep. ridiculously good. Um, All right. He gets a, you know, he's, a, I think he's above average off the tee. I think he's going to get a little more length being in the desert this week. I think you'll see probably on average between 10 to 12 yards longer off the tee for these guys. I think that'll play into his hand. Um, You know, look, I, you know, you just, when he misses a green, you kind of hope <laughs> that he can, you know, get it up and down and sustain the round and then, you know, have a, have a decent putting week, which is, you say a lot, obviously, yeah. and kind of wait it out. And, but that's kind of Hoagie's game. If he does, he will wear you out with his iron. Not, I mean, he, not a guy you can go to war with for sure. Not afraid to contend. <laughs> I went to bat for him on um, the president's cup. I wanted him over, yeah. over Kisner. I wanted Hoagie, but I knew Kisner That's was going to mention about wise. You could, you could play that angle. I know uh, in retrospect, everyone played that angle with Mackenzie Hughes, but uh, wise was right on the edge there. Like Hoagie um, didn't get the look. So maybe, maybe a little motivation for Aaron wise or, or a Tom. And there's a wise Aaron wise fan club in the betting world. <laughs> there there really is. I mean, they just, they love him because again, he gives you a lot of looks. He makes a lot of birdies. He's a nice iron player, takes care of the par fives. And then it's just, okay, this putting, which I do think is getting, I, I do think is moving in the right direction, but can he get it to the finish line and win? Um, and, and at those shorter odds, it's tough. Uh, it's tough. that's a tough one to pull the trigger on for sure. Yeah, it really is. All right. So I think I'm going to go hoagie. Uh, I like the and hot top 20. I could go there. I played Montgomery last week. I'll probably pass this week. Um, and then, you know, you got the impressive Tom Kim. I mean, yep. look, he's in the field. He stole America <laughs> during, <laughs> during, during, you know, the, the president's cup. I mean, everybody just fell in love with this kid. Um, and it'll be, fun. it's going to be fun to watch him, him again this week. He's got the short odds at 22. 
Um, so, you know, are, are you willing to go that low with the Tom Kim? I probably won't, but I might consider a Griot at 50. Maybe. Uh, I'm not on Tom Kim. I think the hype, hype Thomas, the tank train, the hype train is uh, yeah. a little over the top right now, but I mean, he is a very good player. Um, that was a big spot, obviously quail hollow and, and he, he showed up. So I wouldn't put it past them to, to, you know, be in the top 10 by on Sunday afternoon this week either, but I'm, uh, it's just a crazy number for, for the kid. Yeah, it is. I think I'm going to stay with Hoagie in that group. And then we get into this next group of fifties. Um, and of course you got to shop around a little bit, but Pendrith is at 50. I think I mentioned him already. Noren's at 50. Adam Hadwin will be fairly popular this week at 50. I'm going to, I'm going to bet Mito. Um, I'm going to bet my boy Mito Pereira at 50. Keith Mitchell's at 50. Siwoo 55. McCarthy 60. Dietrich. I was all over him last week. Um, you know, look, Dietrich is impressive until we start getting a little later on Sunday. He, he yeah. seems, to, he seems to be struggling there and that's the next opportunity for him. A birdie fest. I think you got to look at Putnam, don't you? Andrew Putnam at 60 as well. Any, any interest in those names? Not really, but I mean, Putnam, Putnam would be the one I, I might lean with you there because um, he does seem to these 20 under fests. He does seem to show up in cause he can, he can hold a bunch of putts. So um, I do have a, a, a thought of someone at 60. We can wait on that. But if, if, uh, if I were going to go ahead when you just Let's mentioned Putnam, I'm not, I'm not betting him outright. I think we'll do top 20. I know you like to do top 20s later in the show, but Ricky at 60 to one. Yeah. And yeah. I know I, I've quit him a million times and, and told myself to never go back, but six at Fortnite, he had a good start and actually didn't, you know, throw up all over himself on the weekend. Like he has been, we've seen him get off to these decent Thursday, Friday starts and then, and then really fade to the point where he's like in dead last by Sunday, but he ends up in six at the Fortnite hit the ball. Great. Um, I don't know. Can he finally turn the corner here? He played well in Vegas last year. It was the CJ cup, not, uh, not the Shriners. I think that was his last top 10 on the PGA tour at uh, summit club. He finished third. So decent history at Shriners. I think he has a fourth and a 25th. Um, so I think a top 20 on Ricky at plus money, uh, is something I could uh, be very interested in this week. Yeah. Yeah, I could, I could see that. I think Ricky has gotten back to the basics now, what he needs to be doing. Um, you know, that was a head scratcher for me when he went down that path and now he's back with Butch and you have to think, all right, uh, we're kind of back to what used to work when he was finishing second in major championships, when he was winning the players championship. So I mean, this is certainly a field that you could talk me into a Ricky in a top 20 for sure. Um, Seamus Powers right there at 60. This Dean Burmester popped up last week. Mm -hmm. Uh, Dean Burmester at Sanderson Farms finished fourth. Keep in mind, Burmester finished 11th at the Open and 10th at the Genesis as well. I mean, that's that's a nice little uh, trio of, of tournaments. I mean... Do we got to go back to the Dino here this week? I mean, geez, I yeah, didn't have, I didn't have Dean last week. I can tell you not, that. Uh, it's tough to not be on these heaters by a couple guys right here. I know Hubbard's down here. Mm-hmm. Um, I just generally, anytime I try and capitalize on some guys, some guys heater, he ends up missing the cut. So I probably will, will miss out on Burmeester this week. 
Yeah, I'm probably going to pass on on Burmester as well. You know, you mentioned Hubbard, who played well last week. He kind of rates out again good this week. Um, I yep. think I could be talk, talked into him from a top 20 perspective again. Very good iron player. You know, Hubbard doesn't get the credit he deserves um, from a name value standpoint when you start talking about the most important statistic in golf, at least from a handicap perspective, which is strokes gain approach. And I, I would mm-hmm. say he's, I would say he's a decent short game player as well. And, you know, his, his putting is okay. You know, actually pretty good, you know, as of yeah. late in the last 50 rounds. So like Hubbard is a real player. And when you start getting odds, like we've been seeing with him, um, geez, do you pull the trigger again with the, with the, with the Marcus Hub or with the Hubbard here? I'm, I'm trying to pull up his course history here real quick and see how he's done um, on this, uh, on this venue here. I got it right here. So he was T44 last year, missed a cut in 2021, T42 in 2020. So could, could he get that inside a top 20? We know that's probably only two or that's probably only about what, three shots. Yep. Um, yay or nay on Hubbard top 20. I, you know, I obviously thought about it this morning. Um, <laughs> I did go back and look, he's had, I think five top tens on the PJ tour and the very next week he's missed the cut like four times. I don't mm. know if that means anything. It might mean nothing. Um, tough means to something. Means something. It's tough to string two good weeks together on this tour for sure. Um, but he, you know, he 21st at four net fifth at Sanderson. So that's two pretty good back-to-back starts there. So maybe he's, Again, trying to capitalize on a heater with some of these guys is tough, but seven strokes on approach last week. Um, like you said, he's an unbelievable iron player. That that'll uh, that'll keep you in the mix pretty much every week. So I don't know. That's a tough. One. It's a tough call for me. Yeah, it is. That's a that's a that's a tough one there. Um, Glenn Fittich, the world's most awarded single malt Scotch whiskey, is expertly crafted and made with extraordinary care. Each single malt is a work. Of perfection. You know, you look at course history here. Cantley's just crushed this place. Of course, Sung Jay's played well. We know that. Martin Laird, of course, won. He's played well. Some of the names we've mentioned, Aaron Wise, best finish, T8. Um, Hoagie, T14 last year. And then he was a T7 in 2018. So, you know, Hoagie's, he's ready to go here this week. Putnam, we mentioned, I think, I think Putnam's a real play here. He was T11. Um, last year and as we kind of scroll down here in some of the course history JT Poston you know he'll get he gets some play once in a while I don't know if I uh, he's missed the cut three of the last four years here Siwoo I mentioned he had a T8 back in 2021 so that's some of the that's kind of some of the course history as we kind of keep working down the odds here um how about Taylor Moore, 65, McNeely, 65. I could be talked into KH Lee at 65. Actually, Go ahead. Yeah, Taylor Moore uh, matchup against McNeely, who you just mentioned. I think he's minus 120. Moore is unbelievably consistent, made eight of his last nine cuts, I believe, or eight straight cuts. Uh, gained almost five strokes on approach last week. Top 25 here last year at the Shriners. McNeely's super volatile. Uh, Vegas guy, but he's actually missed three or four cuts at, at Shriners. 
Um, hasn't played well in a while. I think his last, he has one top 10 since last February. So um, maybe not outright, but I do kind of like it, this attacking McNeely thing here and going with Taylor Moore in a matchup over him. I feel like Taylor Moore is improving. Um, yep. <clears throat> I looked at him a little closer. I think it was two weeks ago. I feel like, uh, I feel like Taylor Moore is becoming a better iron player. I feel like Taylor Moore's short game and putting is incrementally improving. Um, so I, I feel like Taylor Moore right now has a good vibe. I feel like he's, he's moving in the right direction. I think that's a good, I think that's a good call right there. 65. Is he going to win? Hmm. I don't know, but he's making a ton of cuts and certainly a top 20 bet feels appropriate. Yeah. Ton of cuts. Uh, Top tens too. It's not like he's right fifth every week. So fifth at Wyndham, sixth at Rocket Mortgage. He can he can have a really nice week. <clears throat> I'm gonna KH Lee. I mean, it is a TPC, right? I mean, this yeah. is TPC. I mean, and he loves he, he he loves a birdie fest, like you mentioned. Twenty under, he can. What was it? Twenty five under at uh, Byron Nelson. Probably both yeah. years he won. I think I think I think I have to really look at KH Lee as well. Um, you know, he just kind of, KH Lee is one of those guys that nothing really, I mean, he can make birdies. We know that. I mean, that, that's probably the statistic that will pop off the, the screen with KH is, is, is he'll make some birdies. He'll get the putter going. Um, and then the rest of it's kind of maybe just slightly better than tour average, you know, off the tee approach, those kinds of things. So man, TPC birdie fest. I think I got to make a note there with KH. I haven't bet that, but I think that has to be played. Um, all right. Woodland. No. Mm. Kirk 75 Palmer, 75 Cooch. Kirk is Kirk is Bermuda only for me. Yeah. Nothing really is speaking to me here. I played Nick Hardy last week and he, oh, that and was he, a good play. I, I had my eyes on him last week and I didn't pull the trigger. And then I saw him, Climbing the leaderboard that that was pretty gutting because um, the, the the numbers for Hardy definitely um, scream that he could play well at that course. I like Nick Hardy. He'll be on the podcast tomorrow. Um, really excited to uh, to catch up with this guy. Um, but yeah, I I, um, I like Hardy. I think you're seeing some maturity with the Iron Game, and um, you know he he got it done. Tee to green. I mean, I think that's kind of what you needed last week, and he did that. Got us in a, a top 20 there. He finished fifth. Uh, Hardy was eighth. The Travelers, you know, he really popped at the U.S. Open where he was 14th. And, of course, all of that coming off um, a little run there on the Corn Ferry Tour. So, I, you know, Hardy, Hardy's an interesting player to me. You know, he, he really is. Um, he's kind of one of those guys that kind of pops off a little bit to the screen for me. And let's see if he can keep it going again uh, this week. I'll probably throw a little bit of that seed back at it for Hardy again as a top 20 this week. But uh, that, that might be a little bit of a bias bet considering he's on the podcast tomorrow. <laughs> All right. Naismith 80. He's had a little success here. Naismith for me. You like him? Love him. I think yeah. uh, obviously a little bias after the Sunday performance 64 on Sunday backdoor top 10, but um, I don't know. Hopefully it's a good, uh, good momentum brings that momentum with him here and like you said he's got really good course history here 14th 8th and 18th um in his last like three or four trips here so um 
he's never posted back-to-back top tens. I went and looked at this too. Like, oh wow! So um, I'm I'm willing to try and break that that trend here. So uh, I like Neesmith at at eighty to one. Great approach player. Um, yeah, Neesmith eighty to one for me. I mean, just any pulse at all with the putter. I mean, if it's just a, if there's a subtle heartbeat with the putter, <laughs> like like Naismith can Naismith can go. Yeah. Um. All right. So this eighty range is really interesting to me because you have Hardy, you have Nick Taylor, who you just really did a nice job in proving his case. Now Naismith. Hubbard and I like Kitayama. I mean, I like Kitayama is at 80 at this place. Yeah, I mean, I 80 is like maybe I'll just play all those guys, just play them all to win. Those five guys, 80 to one, let's, let's roll it. I like it. <laughs> Kitayama, <laughs> great. What's that? Kitayama's on a great run. He is. He I'll is. Keep those odds with him and, and keep scrolling. Yeah, let me let me pull up Kitayama here real quick. Let's take a look at Kurt. Couple missed cuts here. It looks like. Yeah, nine. So we haven't seen him since the BMW. Um, look at him on some of the key stats. I had it pulled up here. Now it went away. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, so yeah, this is what it was attractive to me with Kitayama. I mean, he's he 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 really. Again, and and maybe I'm going, I'm barking up the wrong tree here, but I seem to be in love with opportunities gained and birdies. Like I'm, I'm just, those are the names that are popping up in my model. There's Kitayama last 50 rounds. He's fourth stroke skin approach. He's 28th. Um, He takes care of the par fives. He makes a decent amount of Eagles takes care. I mean, case. It's a good case. Kitayama is my boy, I think, at 80. Will Gordon's at 90. I had him in the top 20 last week and he finished 30th. Oh, I was oh. like, it could have been. I was that was the that was gonna be my play of the week last week, and he almost got there. Um, yeah, man, but there's a lot to like there in the 80s, people. Yeah. You need to take a long look in the 80s. Um JJ Spawn 90, Wyndham Clark 100. And I think a guy in this group in the hundred that's got to be a little disappointed um, since winning the corn Ferry tour finals is Justin. Suh. he just hasn't, he's man. I've been surprised um, with him in his start here to the fall season. As we start getting into these longer odds, which we know are in play mm-hmm. Merritt, one ten, Martin Laird, 110, former champion Harris English shot me straight in the ass last week. I made a case for him and he's, he's just, chopped he's got to still be feeling the injury because interest me at i think fortnet because the number was crazy same thing last week but um i don't know maybe he's still ailing a little bit see i I feel like he's healed and i made the case to to feinberg that i i felt like his coach was posting a lot of stuff of him as of late and 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 i just felt like harris was feeling good coming out and he just you know, obviously didn't play well at all. Um, so there he is at 130 with Grayson Sig with Goddard up. Now, if you want to, if you want a long shot, that's played well here. It's Chesson Hadley. Ah, uh, yes. I, I, I made a note about him. I'm glad there you, you go. Said. I, I think that's the mega bomb play this week. 130 to one. Uh, he's missed four of his last six cuts, but the two he made, he finished 10th and eighth. When he spikes, he spikes. Um, 
and he spiked a bunch here. I think he's got uh, four top tens and three of those are inside the top seven here at Shriners. So I think we got to try and hit on him here. And he, I mean, he's got four top tens in like his last 15 starts. He had a top 10 of travelers, John Deere. So um, the signs are there that he could, you know, he can make a bunch of putts, obviously. So uh, if he gives himself some opportunities, um, I think you got to be prepared for him to be completely out of the mix on Friday and Saturday. And then uh, he'll, he'll make a late charge on Sunday. So he's probably a, a top 10, top 20 play, but I will also be um, sprinkling on, on outright because that's a juicy number for for a guy with great course history who can who can make a ton of birdies. And I and I and I would and I would add Goderup to that at 130. Um, I'm, I would love to bet New Jersey legend Chris Goderup. See, I think here I am back in that. You know, give me a lot of looks. Yeah, good approach game player. Obviously, Goderup, a young player. Um, short game. You know, it's been a little little, little choppy. I think with Goderup, we know he's long. Um, I, I'm. I feel like this could be a good place for Chris too. I, I really do. I feel like this could be perhaps a little bit of a coming out party for Goderup this week. And I, and I love Hadley at 132. I think those are all really valid points. I mean, there's some, there's, there's, this is, this is a, don't be afraid to come down in here now, folks. This is, this is certainly a week to do that. I know we're, we're on a bit of a run here where there's not been a lot, there's not been a lot of long shots on the PGA tour, but it's going to happen. Yep. And, and, and I think, even a Steven Yeager making the cut, perhaps the top 20. This is a good course for him at 130. I was, I was all over Russell Knox last week. I won't be this week at 130. I'm probably going to pass on Aaron Ride at 130. I'm going to pass on Adam Svensson, who I play a decent amount at 130. Matt Wallace has kind of turned his game a little bit back around 130. Yeah. Strillman, Jason Day, all at 130. Now, we get into the fifties and Vegas said, yeah, I see a Garrett Kiggle last week. Nice to see that you could actually put something together, but you're going to be 150 this week. Uh, that's crazy. That was shocking to me. And I, I put him down for top 20 here. Cause I think he's plus five fifty um, to finish in the top 20. I don't know. I, I guess they think he can't do it back to back weeks, but I, I'll gladly try and um, find out if he can. Cause that it's just too insane. I mean, Great young player. He's won won a bunch on the DP World Tour. Obviously, won at Palmetto. Um, so much talent, and uh, you know, had a great Sunday last week. Didn't didn't fold. Didn't uh, didn't shrink in the moment. So, I don't know. That just seems out of control to to be down at one fifty and and plus five fifty to top twenty. Yeah, yeah. I like Garrett Kigo. He's a good kid. I, he was working with. He started working with Claude Harmon there. I think at the beginning of last year, I don't know if they're still together, um, but he went away after his win um, in South yeah. Carolina. Um, and now he showed some sign the lefty last week. So I, it goes interesting. I, I, I don't know if I'm going to play it. Um, Davis Thompson for Telly at one fifty. for Telly played well last week. I believe he was, he, he was right there. Um, Caleb Taron is 150. Brandon Wu, 150. Ben Taylor, 150. Scott Piercy, Vegas guy, 150. No thanks. Ryan Armour, 150. Robbie Shelton, 150. Gonna be spending some time with Austin Eckrote tomorrow on site, 150. Um, 
Patrick Rogers, one fifty. Nope. <laughs> you know, as we we're just kind of now we're now we're down on some odds here. I, I could um, I could make a case for Justin Lauer at one fifty, and okay. make the cut in the top twenty. Um, first time here. I could make a case for him. I could make a case for Adam Shank at 180. He's played well here in the past. Um, as we go back to course history, where is it here? Because he was, yeah, hold on, hang tight here for a second. Because, yeah, there's Adam Shank. Check this out, folks. He was T3 last year, T27 in 2021, T18 in 20. I mean, this is a guy, you know, hey, Southern, Southern Indiana guy. Coming over to Vegas, um, I mean, craps table treats him well. <laughs> Summerlin treats him well. You want some odds? Course history, Chesson Hadley, Adam Shank, I think are your boys, and Martin Laird. Those are the yep. three that really pop off the screen to me. Maybe even a Bo Hostler, who we know can get the putter going at 130. Took, took the words out of my mouth. That was that's who I was like. Say. I do like Bo. I think top 20 is probably, probably the move for him. Cause he's so bad with the driver. You gotta yeah. kind of be careful, but he still played. I think he lost like a million strokes with the driver at Fortinet and uh, still finished in the top 25, just had a great approach week. I mean, gain strokes putting pretty much every, every PJ's tour start he's ever made. So you can trust that he'll putt well. Um, if he can just come back to the, the median a little bit with the driver and, and hit his irons well. Good history here. I think he has a seventh, couple top twenties. Um, so I, I would, uh, I would go Bo. And another guy I wrote down here was Lee Hodges. I think yep. for for a top twenty, solid week last week at Sanderson. He's a plus approach player, gained on approach in, in ten of his last eleven starts. Just consistent in pretty much every area, so you can feel good about him making the cut and then kind of going from there with with a top twenty bet. So I like, uh, I like Hodges and Hostler. Hodges and Hostler, two H's. Yeah, Hodges, yeah, for sure. Hodges, again, you know, gets the putter going. I think he'll be a top 20. He's going to give you a lot of looks. Great approach player opportunities uh, galore. Can he, can, he, can he get it going? Nice, again, short iron player. Um, yeah, I, I think the Lee Hodges is good advice. I, I really do. I, I like that as well. Um, all right, let's keep going here. We got uh, we're, we're, This is fun. We're, I feel like we're... <laughs> kind of down into the we're in the weeds now this is where we uh this is where we we did pretty good last week folks and i'll give you two more names here and this is probably as low as i'm gonna go i'm gonna go to 200 to one okay i'm gonna Deep. spend some time i'm gonna spend some time with harry hall tomorrow he had a t8 here last year okay so harry wow. hall had a t8 and uh, i'm gonna play david lipsky to win at 200 to one wow david let's do it lipsky add it you can I, add it to my card Love it. I think, I think Lipsky. So let me tell you something. Lipsky, again, you, you folks are seeing what my, my, my model is and it may just completely tank this week, but approach and opportunities. Lipsky really checks out nicely, folks. He makes a lot of Eagles. He's a nice driver of the golf ball. Pretty damn solid in, in, in the approach game that we need this week. <sighs> David Lipsky, talk to me. I mean, I think this is the 200 to one bomb. This is the Martin Laird. Yeah. This is, this is the, uh, who was the, who was the 220 you mentioned earlier? This is the, I'm drawing a blank. You mentioned him at the beginning of the show. 
From from two hundred one. Yeah. Yeah, it was earlier. It was like back in 2015 that he won here. You mentioned. Oh, uh, Smiley? Rob Pamplin. 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 Yeah. Yeah. So don't don't be alarmed that he's missed the last two cuts. Don't be yeah. alarmed by that. Okay. It's a turn around. This is the course for him. Off we go. I like it. I'll give you a big. <laughs> you have one of those every week, right? That just, that just like, okay, I know it's not great for him, but it's going to turn at some point. I'm going Lipsky. Right. I'll give, uh, I mean, I'm sure he's 200 to one. I, I didn't check, but UNLV guy, Vegas resident. He's won here, I think twice or no, once. Won here once, bunch of top 20s. Ryan Moore, I think, uh, yeah. my, my, my mega bomb here. You know, he's going to hit his irons well. Similar to your Lipsky plays, missed two consecutive cuts. But um, I don't know. He's at home. Vegas guy, like I said, UNLV guy. Um, obviously a little bit of win equity. I know he's kind of passed. He's probably passed those days, but, uh, he did finish second at the John Deere, I think two summers ago. So, um, can still have a spike week here or there. So I'll go Ryan Moore for, for super, super mega bomb. Well, Austin cooks two fifty. He's played well here. Um, you know, now we're getting, you know, now we're into the mega mega, (laughs) but Hey, don't, I mean, look, Martin Laird's won twice here. Mm-hmm. Smiley Coffin won here. Rod Pampling won here. David Lipsky's going to win here. <laughs> Nate Lashley feels like a decent play this week. Yeah, nasty Nate. At 250. You know, yeah. like as, as we start really cranking down Getting all into, the way. yeah. So there's Spencer Levine, who Monday qualified at 400 to one. Love to see that. <clears throat> And Jason Duffner is 500 to one. God. <laughs> Jason Duffner's 500 to one. How does that happen? How does that? That is unexplainable. All right. Here we go. There's some, uh, there's a lot. We covered a lot of ground there. As I scroll back up, Shanks at 180. I mentioned him. Um, All right. Anybody else we miss? I think we covered everybody. <laughs> I think we, Carl, you on one thirty. I'm going to spend some time with him tomorrow too. Oh man, so, uh, you got to have him do the shank drill. Yeah. Right. My God, that's yeah. that's ever since I wrote about him a couple of weeks ago and saw that that that's been living in my nightmares. That shank. Yeah. All right, Carl, can you shank one for us? And how does that happen? <laughs> Would you ever tell one of your students to, to shank it on purpose to, to fix something? Well, it's funny. Your golf digest. I, um, we did this series called, Oh shit. <laughs> oh, I, yeah. I know what you're talking about. And one of them was a shank and I had to shank it on purpose. And it, I, it took me to like the seventh take. I just could not get myself. <laughs> I could not get myself to move in enough. You know, right. like it was just, ugh. and yeah. I, I was healing it and then, you know, blading it. And then finally I, you know, got it in there, but it was like, gosh, I'm not sure I've ever tried to shank one on purpose in a, you know, in a, in an instructional video, but it was, that was the idea. You hit the shots like, Oh shit. And then, okay, here's what happened. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, man. Appreciate your time. Christopher powers golf digest at C powers 14. Um, let's get it this week. Make some money. Thanks for having me. Let's, let's make some money. Have fun in Vegas. Thanks buddy. Sweet.
Haymaker Coffee Company was established in 2021 to create the best coffee to fuel the underdogs who perseveres, who hustles, and have the give-it-all mentality to achieve their American dream. Haymaker Coffee, only roast, top quality, specialty-grade coffee beans resulting in brews that satisfies those who demand every drop from their coffee and day. If you work hard, run hard, fight hard, and play hard, we have your coffee right here. 